I have on with me, I've had him on with me many times. My actually a, a, a cousin, my relative of mine, a cousin of mine, Dennis Bailey, is is on with me and he has an idea uh that uh, I really think uh can be made to to go with your help. And let's use that word go. It's called go mad. His his idea is called go mad. And he has all types of caps, bracelets, uh, and so forth with that insignia on it. It means, Dennis, welcome back to the C.L. Bryant Show. And I want you to tell everybody throughout the Fruited Plains over the largest talk platform in America, Red State, welcome back, Dennis Bailey. How are you, brother? And how's my co- my cousin Deborah? How's she doing? She is doing fabulous, uh, CL. It is so great uh, again to be back on the CL Bryant show. Uh, Ken, folks, you know my mother's a Bryant, and it goes way back. Uh, I am so grateful to be a part of this platform. Uh, go mad. Uh, as as you've already pre-announced and given it, uh, is go make another disciple. Uh, And that has been the platform. Uh, We've been in business now almost 10 years, and uh, God has been utilizing that platform. Uh, It's it's amazing that uh, we're we're not even on U.S. soil right now, but uh, we're still promoting Go Bad and sharing its uh, vision as well as its work and the, the materials as well uh, to uh, people who are here. So uh, thank you. Great. CL. You guys, you, I owe you a debt of gratitude. Oh, no, 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 because your idea, Dennis, is going to uh, – Put a seed, plant a seed in the minds of so many in the the days, weeks, and even years to come. And uh, I uh, am dedicated to helping you uh, do that. Things are beginning to settle down again. I thank you and Deborah for for coming uh, uh, to our celebrate with Annie and I. Our, our nuptials there at Mar-a-Lago, friends uh, f- and family were there. And, of course, my cousin Dennis was among them. And certainly uh, thank you and Deborah for making that the uh, the occasion that it was. Dennis, when we talk about uh, even you being outside of the, the uh, off, off the soil of America right now, but we're talking about going and making another disciples. You are actually living out exactly what what uh, Jesus wanted us to do is to go ye therefore. There you are. You're there for for making another disciple wherever you are, man. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Talk to and us about that. Beauty of it. Yes. Uh, you know. You know, when God gave us this uh, this vision about go make another disciple, uh, it's what we used to do. Is what I used to tell my boys as they were leaving the house going to school. Uh, we would tell them go mad, but in that time we meant go make a difference. Uh, I've always been in ministry as, as long as I can remember. I am in my 45th or 46th year. I started preaching at the age of 14 as a little boy. And uh, the pastor that uh, licensed me, uh, I just recently, last year, was able to preach in the same pulpit after 40 plus years and, you know, being able to come back around while he was still alive wow. and seeing wow. me on. Wow. Just a, a homecoming, a homecoming of sorts. Uh, the, the, but, but, you know, Go Mad has been the dream work of being able to make another disciple. And when the Lord showed that to me, coupled that with the scripture of Matthew 28 and 19, go ye therefore into all the world and make disciples. That was the uh, enlightenment moment, if you will, uh, that I saw 
go make a difference. And the Lord says, what is the best way to make a difference in men's lives uh, but to make them disciples? And it's the gift that keeps on giving. And even here where I'm at, uh, this closed location, <laughs> we were sharing at a pool, uh, met some people here from Canada. And even just being able to meet people, one of the things that I tell them uh, before I tell them about the business is that if you meet me and forget me, you've lost nothing. But if you meet me and I give you Jesus and you forget him, you've lost everything. Amen. And that is the life's work is to be able to impart to be able to make another disciple as we touch other lives, as we minister to one another. It's not based upon denomination. I believe this, as I, uh, as I said to uh, a, a member while we were there at your nuptials, I said denomination should only exist in money, dollars, and cents. Denomination yeah. should never be used to uh, describe or to label the birth of Christ or the label of Christ or the ministry of Christ. Denominations only divide. Yeah. And we are beyond that. I mean, we're in the 21st, 22nd century, whichever one it is. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but you know what, Dennis? We've got to move. You said something uh, uh, very important, and it makes me think, you know, uh, Christ is so, the, the, the ministry of Christ is so big, it is huge, and it is us who actually make it small, and then we break off into our little small groups, and we have our little piece of Jesus where we are without actually sharing him on a larger stage. I actually I actually admire so much what you are, are doing, uh, Dennis. Go mad, everyone. Tell everybody how to get a hold of it, Dennis, and, and how, how to help you in promoting this. Yes, go mad. Uh, I uh, begin to share the wristbands uh, as a reminder of as you hold that wristband on your arm, you know, it reminds us of the Great Commission. Uh, the Great Commission is just that. We embody Christ. Christ knows no hands but our hands. He knows no mouth but our mouth. And he knows no legs but our legs. So when we carry his ministry, uh, when people dislike us and the ministry is not us, so we dare not take it personal. The ministry that we share, that we take, is based upon the fact that we're carrying the gospel to the uttermost reaches of the world. And so my ministry uh, that uh, we're sharing is www.gomadtags.com. And there you'll find the wristbands, you'll find the uh, T-shirts. Uh, I'm doing a different kind of motif or a different kind of uh, shirt at this point. I'm kind of trying to make it states as well. Uh, you'll see the Louisiana state. You'll see the Texas state. Uh, these are at this point just concepts, and I have some great ideas for the company. Uh, however, I've been kind of waiting until I retired, and I just retired about a week ago. And so I am going to be full force uh, putting my devotion to the business as well as the, I have a couple of books that I'm also writing. 
Go so, man. Uh, I'm, I'm never gonna never gonna stop working. Go man. No man. No no no. You you can stop when you can stop when the general calls you off the battlefield. But uh, but no, you can't stop until until then. You know what, Dennis? I have found too that uh, staying on the battlefield actually keeps you sharp. It keeps you young. You know, Dennis. I run into people uh, who are uh, younger than we are and are and older than we are as well. And and it seems it seems to me, Dennis, that so many of these people that we grew up with and yada 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 they let themselves I'm, I'm talking in terms of how the years pass and all that kind of thing how it goes by mm-hmm. uh, but but so many people have allowed themselves just to give up sometimes physically sometimes mentally and, and many times spiritually unfortunately uh what what helps you you and you and deborah seem so young and 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 annie and i try to do the same thing uh is is that idea of making another disciple also a part of keeping your youth your youthfulness as well because i see that in y'all yes well i i couldn't say i just have to say i thank god for mother and father uh, for my uh, for, for my ancestors and all, and I've already traced so many of them. They all never looked their age. Uh, even even as my dad passed, he was uh, eighty six when he left this world. Uh, but but he did not look like he was that age. And so I have no other no other credit to yield uh, myself. Or she keeps me young. Uh, my <laughs> she keeps me. Keep, she keeps me hopping. But staying in the ministry, we do a married couples ministry every Sunday. Uh, we we we're always trying to promote godliness. The uh, you'll find it on Facebook. It's under United Outreach Church in Bossier City, Louisiana. Uh, my pastor is Reverend Gregory Shine. Uh, and our first lady sister Lisa Shine, uh, they have given us the latitude to be able to speak into the lives of married couples and to be able to help them not endure marriage, but enjoy marriage. And a part of enjoying marriage says that you're constantly learning about each other. There are so many scriptures that God has in his word that helps us to enjoy marriage one with another. Uh, I put something on Facebook today about uh, something that Solomon said. I won't I won't actually say it for the, the rest of the audience. Someone may may take it out of context. <laughs> but but Solomon was very prolific in how he managed to keep the vitality in marriages. And so we're sharing those things with married couples. We're sharing uh, so much of our lives. We're opening up our home. Uh, just to be able to grab people from where they are and to escort them, to walk with them to where Christ would have them to be, to make them disciples of Christ, not just to be a part of a church. Too many people are part of a church. They get the preacher of their hand and then they go out the door and they do whatever it is that they want to do. But it's different when you actually help people to become a part of the church. You are the church. It's in the middle of the two letters, C-H. C-H, U-R-C-H. You are in the middle of church, and that's our whole drive, is to be able to bring people alongside of us so that when they leave from us in our company, they're making disciples. It's the duplication of our lives that we begin to pass on to others. And my dear, lovely wife is 
is wholeheartedly a part of that. Absolutely. And you know what? That's the way it should be. You know, I was talking to uh, Mike Woods and Michelle earlier um, in the show, uh, in the first hour of the show. And um, it, it came up, and you'll remember this, this time when uh, if, if someone couldn't, didn't have a way to Sunday school, somebody would go by and pick them up if they had some kids that, that used to, you know, even the worst kids, uh, Dennis, back in our day, well, you know, as far as, you know, saying that, uh, you would, but even the worst kids had been to church. But do you know we live in, in America today where 78% of children uh, from the ages of, say, 5 to 17, or uh, I think it was five, have have never been in a church. They've never Absolutely. been in one. Even the worst kids, Dennis, ha- had yes. been to church when we were growing up. Trust me. Yes. Oh, I remember, man. I, the, the beauty of growing up in church was that we spent most Sundays, we spent from Sunday school, which uh, in in Houston, where I grew up at, was from 9.15. My father was the superintendent of Sunday school, and uh, there was no, we're sleeping in. No. I never knew that light made a noise until my mother flipped it on on Sunday morning. Right. Then light became noise. (laughs) Uh, We woke uh, up. uh. There was no option of getting, you know, going back to sleep. No. Otherwise, you had to play this game called Dances with Belts. That's right. Or Switches. That's right. So That's right. We went to we went to church all day long. Yeah. And that was the basis of our uh, makeup as well as our relationship with Christ. I mean, we were steeped and it is kind of what Moses told the children of Israel in Deuteronomy. He told them that, you know, keep them on the forefront. Uh, always, no matter where you are, you always are learning about the power of God. And so he told them that. And so my father, whose name is, uh, you took his name and took his initials, they spelled J-O-B. That's either Job or Job. It's long-suffering, but but I got used to it. All of his children had a work ethic that we have begun to, you know, it's hard for us to separate work from leisure. And I'm just now starting to get to that second level, that second level of life. And you'll continue to work in church. You will continue to work. There is no question about it. Uh, it's in your DNA. And I have a feeling Absolutely. that uh, that that youthfulness, it came from some common ancestor uh, as well. Uh, uh, Dennis, there's no question about it. Uh, I thank God for whatever makeup he put into uh, the DNA of uh, our people. And so, listen, man, I uh, just want you to tell everybody one more time uh, how and then I have one more question for you. But how to get get a hold of the go mad uh, merchandise excellent uh, again cl i thank you and annie uh for your your bringing us to such a palatial place it was awesome i mean opulence overload is, is kind of the way i can put it but it was absolutely mind-blowing uh i'm grateful for this platform but uh, to be able to get a hold of us uh, my name is dennis bailey uh, my telephone number you can you can get get me at 318-820-9758 and the website is www.goldmadtags.com that's g o m a d t a g s 
Absolutely. And folks, uh, I, I want to, to hear this. Dennis, you told us that uh, you you always told your, your, your sons uh, before they went out to, to go mad. Our young people, I'm very concerned about them. I, I have great hope for them, uh, but yet I'm very concerned about them because in so many ways they're going mad with not not with the acronym that, that we're using it, but there, there seems to be a madness that is uh, um, absolutely grabbing our young young uh people where did that yes. in your estimation where where did the sh- where did that shackle get put on their feet to be so conformed to the to this world talk to us about it i think a lot of that has uh, a breakdown in the parent home uh you know one of the things that uh for me i never lost uh, my father was military uh and so as a result of that when I graduated school, I immediately went to the Air Force. I did my 20 years in uh, as, an, as a defense to electrician. And that was what the way I raised my boys. I gave them three choices. I told them this. I says you in middle school, they say you got uh, college, trade school, military. And if you blow those first three, you ain't got to worry about the last one. I'll take care of that. That's the street. <laughs> and I won't send you to the street. You'll put yourself on the street because you blow the first three choices. But that's the structure that I raised them in. And both of them went to the military. I still have one young son that's still active. Uh, but it's one that uh, we have we've lost. We, we don't give them a moral compass. The Christ that we have, that we were given, somehow has lost its, uh, it's lost its direction when leaving our, our lives, we don't pass it on. Right. And because of that, our children are trying to find uh, any particular substance to fit in their 5,000 piece puzzle of life. There's one piece missing, and they're trying to substitute it with substance, with women, with drugs, with alcohol. They're trying to substitute that. There's no substitute other than Christ. Amen. And that is what's needed in our children today. Uh, the church has a, an obligation to extend its boundaries to reach those the homeless, those who are helpless, those who are struggling, those who are confused, those who are missing out on life, all that life has to offer because they're taking the quick road. They're taking the easy, fast way, and they're missing out on life, and they're winding up uh, in a place that was never meant for them, prison, jail, uh, and death. Take- we're, losing, we're losing them, and therefore we have to become... Uh, we have to become so uh, adamant about trying to rescue them. We cannot force them. But when we show them the alternative of what's available to them, which is some of the things that I do for the young men and women at our church, I'll take them over to Barksdale and show them around and give them the option of saying, here, this is available to you. It worked for me. I guarantee you it'll work for you. Amen. Amen. You know, folks, that cannot be a better first show for the year 2024 than to uh, have Dennis Bailey uh, leave it with you like that. And so one final question, Dennis, 
Legacy, legacy, legacy. When I've asked everybody on this show, from Sean Hannity to Glenn Beck to Judge Pirro, uh, this question on this show, and, and the work that you've done and the, the work that you've put in uh, is certainly on the same footing as, as their work because it will be, it is, and it has been uh, just as important uh, to making disciples. And now you have uh, a product uh, uh, called Go Mad, uh, Go Make Another Disciple. Dennis Legacy, when it's all said and done, you and Deborah are sitting on uh, the back porch and you're looking off into the sunset. You're hanging up your spurs as far as uh, really being there, uh, you know, but uh, you're still in the game. You're still in the game, but you're just relaxing yes. a little bit there. Uh, Legacy, what do you want people to say about uh, Dennis Bailey uh, when, when the time comes for him to see it? Oh my, oh my. Uh, I, I want people to say that uh, I cared about people. Uh, I live life to give to other people. I live uh, to be able to pass on the legacy of what was passed on to me. Uh, James Otis Bailey did marvelous in raising me as a son. Uh, I've been able to touch a lot of people's lives and uh, a great great young fellow. He was my first troop in the Air Force, and he has gone around the world, and he's a uh, powerful speaker, works at the Pentagon, uh, but he said that no matter where he goes, he tells people about Dennis Bailey, and I'm, I'm so proud. Uh, I don't deserve it. I am just simply looking to be an example of what it means to be a Christian in the workplace, a Christian on the street, a Christian in the community, a Christian husband, a Christian dad. I don't want any type of glory whatsoever. I just want people to see, not Dennis, but see Jesus Christ in Dennis Bailey. That's the legacy that I want people to see. My God, what a legacy that is that you have and what a legacy you will leave. Oh, let's just say 60, 70 years from now. Dennis, I want one of those Moses blessings. I want to live to 120 years old. Uh, just, uh, I really do. <laughs> I, tell, I tell everybody that. <laughs> and so, and so, but, <laughs> so God bless you and God keep you is my prayer for you. Uh, give uh, your lovely wife a hug from Annie and I. Uh, tell Deborah we, uh, we are thinking about you hey you guys make it back home uh safe and uh we'll talk to you real soon real soon all right cl again love you happy new year to you and your lovely bride this show uh praise god for platforms such as this uh i'm glad that you're back <laughs> welcome back <laughs> thank you man from me to you have a wonderful 2024 uh you will not hear the last of dennis bailey we will be in touch Back at you. God bless you. Talk to you soon. God bless you.